Welcome to the Jillian Winery Show. You're listening to a certified health and wellness coach, single mom of two, business owner, and a woman who's going to keep it real. Because in all honesty, my life is far from perfect. But you know what? Perfection is a trap. And what I can tell you is that my life is built on a rock with God as the foundation, and it is night and day from what it used to be. And it continues to blossom every day because I'm committed to growth and growing you too. We're going to talk about a lot of different things on this podcast, because when it comes to true health and wellness, there's much more to it than diet and exercise. So tune in however you can as we dive into topics like faith, mindset, motherhood, health, community, and pursuing the calling that God has for you. Because whether you realize it yet or not, all of this is tied to your wellness and so much more. I can't wait to see how you implement these aspects to create a life that's not just well-lived, but worth living, one that you feel truly in alignment with. My goal for this podcast is to get you to love your life, to own where you're at and let go of anything that's holding you back. You are chosen, my friend, and I am so thankful you're here. Let's get started. All right, guys, welcome to episode number 19, which is titled Cultivating Biblical Community. And I've been waiting to actually record this episode for a long time now, or what feels like a long time, but God finally gave me that nudge and here we are. So you might be wondering, what does biblical community really look like and why does it have to be biblical, right? But 1,000 million percent, having a biblical community will transform your life. And this type of community will change your life because it's not based on people's opinions on what they think you should do with your life based on their own thoughts, you know, and logically and, and whatnot. Real biblical community will always point you back to what scripture says what God says you should do, what God says is true, what God says is righteous in order to have a fruitful life. You know, biblical community will speak truth over you and will speak from a place of having fruit in their own life. In Matthew 7, 16, it says, you will know them by their fruits. And it goes on to verse 18, which says, a good, a good tree cannot bear bad fruit and a bad tree cannot bear good fruit. By their fruits, they will be known. So think about that. Biblical community, you'll know them by their fruits of honoring their spouse, of loving their children, of speaking life into one another, of lifting one another up and giving to their community. Also, they're going to pray for you. They're going to encourage you. They will even correct you when they see you walking in a way that's not in alignment with God. So please use discernment in this area to not just have any type of community, but to have biblical community that's anchored in truth. In Matthew 7, 15, it says, Beware of false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly are ravenous wolves. Because there's so much deception, and I think a lot of us are really finding that to be true. Because what's considered as normal community, right, in today's standards, it could be centered on drinking as being normal, eating bad food, gossiping, cussing, talking horribly about their spouses and children, neglecting their homes, their, fam their families, 
you know, living in a, st- a state of fear, anxiety, depression, not having much faith or no faith at all, uh, going out with their friends or spending more time with, you know, friends and other people versus their family. And they could be even cheating, lying, you name it. All of this, it seems to fit the the mold of normal, right? And biblical community is just, it's so much different. And it's not because these people are perfect because they're not, they're human. We're all human, but they're really trying to live out a life that's in alignment with scripture, with truth, with love, with honor, with integrity, with all of those things. And it's a completely different type of community, honestly. And the type of community that I depicted as normal, right? which really, if you read it, it's toxic. It's, it's a community that's hurting and really needs help and, you know, hurt people, hurt people. And so I know you might be thinking like, whoa, okay, well, I don't know anybody that's, you know, in a biblical community. I didn't either at first, but what I want to talk to you about today is just really to encourage you that no matter where you're at, God's going to give you the next step in community And finding biblical community completely changed my life. And here's how. Throughout my life, I labeled myself as a Christian, but I wasn't even acting like one at all. You know, it wasn't until having my daughter that I hands down had this encounter with God that truly changed my life. And it brought me back to the church because of my daughter, Ellie. But before that, you know, I knew God. I believed in God. You know, I prayed, I occasionally went to church on a Sunday, but I didn't have a real relationship. I wasn't acting out, you know, in the character and the fruits of the spirit and all of that. And so it wasn't until having that moment with my daughter, when I was brought back to the church, that there was a new light that was being lit within me. And, you know, at that time I was a single mom. And so what hindered me from growing in biblical community at that point was I felt like because of the lies, you know, I was telling myself was that, you know, I didn't have this perfect Christian family. And so I couldn't go deeper in the church. I couldn't get involved. Um, I just needed to be surface level. I needed to attend attend church and I needed to duck out because um, I didn't look like the church. Right. And so I kind of felt ashamed of myself and of my past, not realizing like, hey, God's already forgiven me. And even though I was doing my best and I was going to church and, you know, had a healthy home environment, you know, me and my daughter were praying, we're listening to worship music and, you know, really trying to be a better person. You know, I was still in a toxic environment because I was working at a place that had me surrounded by people who, who weren't living out a godly life. Right. And so this is how I compare it is it's like putting a fish in a beautiful tank. Right. And that God that tank being God's word, God's truth, you know, and not cleaning out the water, you know, and that water is our clouded vision in the old ways that we were in and maybe that old community. And that's what I needed. God was like, Hey, I'm bringing you to this new thing. I'm doing this new thing in your life, but it's time to clean out, you know, take inventory of the friendships that you have of the community that you have and who you're surrounding yourself with, because you become the average of the people that you're hanging out with, whether it's at work or in your relationships. And so I needed that biblical community and I really was feeling it. So I really started praying on it. Like, God, 
just give me healthy community, give me faith-filled people in my life that are going to mentor me, that are going to grow me and my daughter and just strengthen us. And so I remember at six and a half months pregnant, I felt convicted to get baptized. And it was that moment where everything changed, truly. And so I remember walking out after getting baptized and the pastor said, one thing I'll never forget, he said, take the next steps, get plugged in, get plugged in and stay in community. And so I did. I signed up for an upcoming 10-week Bible study, and I didn't know one person signing up for it, but I signed up anyway. I just felt that stirring in my heart. And, you know, that pastor said, stay in community, get plugged in. So I, I didn't take it lightly, and I signed up. But two days before that Bible study started, I became a single mom for the second time. You know, I was crushed. I felt broken. And again, I feel these lies were starting to fill my head with like, how are you going to go into this? You know, you don't have this perfect family. Here you are seven and a half months pregnant now. And, you know, your family's falling apart. Who are you? And so I was feeling that, but I was like, okay, God's called me to this. And so I need to walk through this. And I remember before walking in, you know, I'm in my car. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's 10 week Bible study. What if I don't even have 10 weeks left of my pregnancy? And I remember looking at my calendar and counting the weeks. And I literally had exactly 10 weeks left of my pregnancy. And I was like, you know what, whether I finish this out or not, if my son comes sooner, God's got me here for a reason. And so I stepped out and I walked in and I remember just having, you know, this big tummy, seven and a half months pregnant. I just had this broken heart inside for my family. That was, you know, now I'm here. I am as a, a single mom having to navigate this again. And I walked in, there wasn't a place to sit because all the seats have been taken so quickly. So I just put my purse at a back table and I went to the water station and I just kind of felt empty at that moment. Right. And I bumped into a woman. She said, Hey, I know you. Turns out our daughters were both in the same gymnastics class and we had seen each other during those classes, you know, just watching our kids and had small talk. Then she was like, why don't you join my table? There's one spot left. If you haven't found a place to sit, I was like, perfect. So I go over there. And as I sat down, I knew God was up to something. And as I sat around that table, we were all introducing ourselves, you know, and, uh, you know, I started off, you know, they were all pointing to me, oh, you've got this tummy. They were like so excited that, you know, I was just, you know, pregnant and all of that, but they didn't know what was really going on. And so, of course, I gave the highlight reel because I was ashamed of my struggles. And honestly, I wasn't prepared to cry that day. I was like, I'm going to be strong and I'm going to talk about God and all these things. But as the women started going around the table, they started talking about real hard seasons that they were in, you know, brokenness that they were going through, hard seasons that they were navigating through and, and how they were doing it with God. And I was just moved by it. And I was hearing God and just these stirrings in my heart. And God was saying, this is why you're here. You're not here to be perfect. You're here to be healed. And so as it came back to the end, I said, you know, I got to speak up. I'm here because I just became a single mom again and I need prayer and I need to be healed. And I hope that I could find community here. And these women just opened up their arms to me and prayed over me for those 10 weeks. And it was unreal. It was just, I felt God in every piece of it. And I remember ending those 10 weeks, meeting, making it all the way through. We ended on a Tuesday and I remember showing up that Tuesday and they had decorated the table as if to have this, you know, Bible, um, Bible session ending, but slash 
you know, baby shower for me, um, that were once strangers that now felt like family and there was diapers and there was, you know, these sweet little gifts and there was even a little baby Bible. And I was just in tears. I couldn't believe what God had done to this biblical community that he had blessed me with leading up to my, you know, to, to the birth of my son and preparing me and healing my heart to be able to have this baby and, and just have this growth, you know, and it was so beautiful. And it was that Friday that I gave birth to my son and I was in such awe And I remember taking his picture for the first time and the first people I send it to was to that group text of those women that I was gathered around that table with at that study. And I just said, he's here, he's healthy. And thank you so much for your prayers. And I could get choked up now just thinking about it because it was such a God thing, that biblical community. And so maybe you find yourself in a season where you're like, I just feel broken or I feel lonely, or I feel in a chapter where I don't feel worthy. I don't know what's next. I I encourage you just to pray on it and to seek community. That's what community is there for. It's not there for you to be perfect, but it's there to help heal you and to help support you in the season that you're in. And trust me, I'm someone who likes to be tough and strong, but man, is it so encouraging to be around people who are going to guide you through and anchor you in God's truth and what's next for you and your family and reminding you of who you are and whose you are and what's next for you and all the ways God wants to bless you. So I encourage you to take that next step. And remember, I was seven and a half months pregnant, three days into being a single mom. I didn't know anyone at that study. And God blessed me with the most beautiful, amazing, wise women of that Bible study that completely changed my life. And those women I'm still close to today were still on a group thread. And today I was even hanging out with one of them and they've completely changed my life. So you never know how God is going to bless you with biblical community when you reach out to it. And another way I want to talk about biblical community today is as a whole for your family. You know, during August of 2020, I was really seeking not just another layer of biblical community as me as a for me as a mom, but for me, for my daughter, I wanted her to have biblical community in her age group to anchor her and her growth. And so again, I just prayed on it, you know, and God delivered and showed up in a huge way. You know, we'd been on um, a waiting list at, at a charter school. We were on a waiting list for wild and free group that had a lot of Christian women in it, and, you know, moms and kids. We didn't get into those, but I kept praying and God delivered And randomly, a woman reached out to me on social media, said she was starting up a Christian homeschool group um, in our area that was in our city and all on kids that are around my daughter's age. And it was such a gift. You know, I met so many incredible women in that group that have blessed me so much. You know, people I got to work with and people that our kids have grown together with and, and that mom that's doing this, I'm just so amazed by her and I've learned so much from her and turns out she lives right down the street from me. And it's just, God is going to bless you in so many ways. And not only that, but during that same time, God also heard my prayers and had us move churches. And at first I didn't know what he was doing, but my prayer was biblical community for me and my daughter to grow us both. Right. He replanted us into a different church that was filled with families, with kids that were all around my daughter's age and moms that were so much 
wiser than me and ahead of the game with their growth and their their walk with the Lord. And they just lifted me up and they've anchored, anchored our family. And they brought us into parenting groups together as a family, into studies as a family, into serving opportunities of, as a family. We just went to a family conference a couple weeks ago where it was all about God's and it was God-centered for me and my daughter. And it was such a blessing. Um, they We've gotten together with family get-togethers, with birthday celebrations, all centered around God. And I have seen my daughter's light, her whole life light on fire for God in a completely new way. And in this last year, she's grown so much because of all of this. In fact, the church that we're now part of, they've named themselves out of Acts 2, chapter 2, verse 42, which says they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship, which meaning community, to the breaking of bread and to prayer. This is all community, you guys. And so as I look back, I'm just blown away and you will be too. And so Pray on it if your kids need community. Pray on it if you and your spouse need community. Pray on it if if your partner needs community and seek it and your life will be so transformed and uplifted and you guys will be encouraged so much and you'll be growing together in the most, most beautiful way. And as I look back, you guys, this has been such a short window, but so much has happened. So I was seven and a half months pregnant when this first biblical community happened. My son is now one and a half. So that gives you some context, right? I am night and day. My daughter is night and day. And granted, we're not perfect. We have a a whole other, you know, many, many, many more seasons of growth to go. But we have grown so much because of God and his power and that biblical community that he has put us both through. And it has transformed our lives immensely. And I want to encourage you with Proverbs 27, 17. It says, as iron sharpens iron, so as one person sharpens another. And Matthew 18, 20, it says, for when two or three gather in my name, there am I with you also. So you don't need a whole group of women at a Bible study. You don't need to be replanted to a church. Maybe you just reach out to one or two people you know that are further along in their uh, walk with God and you say, hey, what are you doing? What can I do? I'd love to meet up with you and pick your brain. Maybe we can do a Bible study together, you know, just reach out and and seek prayer or be in prayer and seek community and it will happen. And in that time frame, you guys, God is now doing something even more miraculous in my life too, with all these things it's been building on. And I'm, I'm actually going to be speaking at my third event uh, in three months, uh, I was I spoke at two different churches. So I'm speaking into church communities now, which I would never think I'm the type of person ever, ever in a million years that would be equipped to speak to other people about God at church. Um, and now I'm speaking at my third one. It's a pop-up Bible study I'm doing this Saturday. I was invited to speak at to women I know who do this as one of the guest speakers. And I'm, I, they want me to talk to moms on fear and walking through and equipping them for the seasons of life they're in. And it's just like, wow, I would not be here able to do this had it not be walking through those hard seasons and saying yes to community and saying yes to growing with God and saying yes to growing as a family because it has changed everything. So I encourage you this week just to be in community and not just any community, 
of biblical community and look around the friendships you have and the people that are playing a big role in your life and shaping you in your mind and say, are they walking with God? Are they having fruit in their life? Uh, can, can I confide in them and, and really seek that out and be in prayer because the enemy would love for you to feel like you're too broken for real biblical community. He'd want you to believe that you're too busy or that virtual gathering just on a Sunday is completely fine. But there's more to it than that. We were created and designed for community, and it is vital for our well-being. In fact, there's a space in our health and our wellness that's centered on faith, and there's always going to be a void there if it's not filled with God. And so just because um, someone is faith-filled, it doesn't mean that they're going to be perfect. You know, remember, we're all human, but people who are really trying to anchor their lives in God it's going to be so different because they're focusing on renewing their life and growing in God and growing in the truth. And they're going to point you to that too. Um, and so again, I hope that you grow in this season. I hope that you see God and I can't wait to hear how he's growing you in, in the community around you and how he's going to continue to grow you. And lastly, I want to leave you with this quote that says, God wants us in community. The enemy wants us isolated. So don't stay in isolation, seek that community, get together, gather if you can, and really try to grow because that, my friend, will be where so much beauty happens and you're going to see your life flourish in so many ways. So I hope this episode helped. Let me know what's resonating. If you'd like to reach out to me, if you have any questions on this, on biblical community, you can find me at Jillian Winery on Instagram. If this episode has helped you, I would love it if you left a rating or a review. It just helps the podcast get out to more people who could be needing this right now in their season. So thank you so much for tuning in. I can't wait to talk to you guys again soon. So have a great week and until next time, I'll see you.